Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. So what happens to your financial aid if you drop out or drop classes? Hmm, let's take a look at that today. Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show. We're so glad you're here. All right, so if you drop a class or drop out of college, you might have to repay all or part of the financial aid you received. How much financial aid? Depends on the details, of course, such as the type of financial aid and other things like when you dropped out, dropped the class, or dropped out of school. Even though the federal Pell Grant is a grant, a form of gift aid that normally is not repaid, you might have to repay all or part of it in certain circumstances. Ouch. Well, let's talk first about dropping a class. Dropping a class might affect your enrollment status. Changes in your enrollment status may affect your financial aid eligibility, depending on when you dropped the class. If you are no longer enrolled full-time, the federal Pell Grant amount may be reduced in proportion to your enrollment status. The proration options include full-time, three-quarters, half-time, and less than half-time. 12 credits a semester is considered full-time for federal student aid purposes. This is even though you have to take 15 credits a semester in order to graduate within four years for an undergraduate bachelor's degree. Eligibility for student loans is not prorated so long as you are enrolled on at least a half-time basis. If you are enrolled at least half-time, you can borrow the full loan limits. If you drop below half-time enrollment, however, you lose eligibility for federal student loans entirely and your existing loans may enter repayment. If you drop a class before the start of the semester, before financial aid is dispersed, the financial aid will be adjusted before disbursement and you will not owe a refund of your financial aid. If you drop a class after financial aid has been dispersed, but before your college's add drop deadline, known as the census date, your financial aid will be adjusted and you may be required to repay all or part of the financial aid you received. If you drop a class after financial aid has been dispersed and after the add drop deadline, your financial aid will not be adjusted. You may still owe tuition. At most colleges, you don't get a refund of tuition if you drop a class after the add drop date. All right, now let's talk about dropping out of college. So if you drop out completely, there's uh, kind of a complicated set of rules called Return of Title IV, also known as R2-T4, which is not a Star Wars character, that specify how the withdrawal affects your eligibility for federal student aid. The following summary covers just the essentials. Just so you know, the U.S. Department of Education publishes a 128-page set of rules for college financial aid administrators about how to handle withdrawals and the return of R2-T4 funds. Federal student aid is earned on a pro-rata basis up to until 60% of the way through the semester, at which point you are considered to have earned 100% of your financial aid. Any unearned aid must be repaid. If you withdraw after reaching the 60% point, your federal student aid will not have to be returned to the federal government. Hit that 60% mark! There is a preference order that specifies which types of financial aid must be returned first. Federal loans must be returned before grants. 
The goal is to leave the student who withdraws with as little debt as possible. That's nice. Note that the college's refund policy does not necessarily match the R2T4 rules. Many colleges do not provide refunds if a student drops out after the ad drop date. Now, the golden question, will you have to repay your student loans? If you drop out of college or drop below half-time enrollment, you will have to start making payments on your student loans. Your loans will enter repayment six months after you graduate, drop out of college, or drop below half-time enrollment. If you re-enroll in college on at least a half-time basis, your federal student loans will once again be in an in-school deferment, so you won't have to make payments on your federal student loans. If you re-enroll during the six-month grace period, your grace period will be restored. You may struggle to make payments on your student loans since you will have debt but not that degree that can help you repay the debt. So it's harder to get a job if you drop out of college. There are a few options for dealing with financial difficulty, some short-term and some long-term. Some short-term options include the economic hardship deferment, unemployment deferment, and general forbearances. The deferments and forbearances suspend repayment for up to three years each, interest may continue to accrue. Long-term options include income-driven repayment plans, which base the monthly payment on your income as opposed to the amount you owe. Income-driven repayment plans often yield a lower monthly payment than extended or graduated repayment. All right, but what if you have to repay financial aid? If you have to repay your federal Pell Grant, you will have 45 days to repay the overpayment or make satisfactory repayment arrangements. Failing to repay the federal Pell Grant may affect your ability to return to college or to qualify for more financial aid in the future. Some colleges will withhold your academic transcripts and diplomas if you owe a debt to the college and have not made satisfactory repayment arrangements. Now let's move on to Satisfactory Academic Progress, or SAP. Dropping classes may affect your future eligibility for federal student aid. You must maintain Satisfactory Academic Progress, SAP, to be eligible for federal student aid. SAP requires you to maintain at least a 2.0 GPA on a 4.0 scale. It also requires you to be taking and passing enough classes to be on track to graduate within 150% of the normal time frame for your degree or within six years for a bachelor's degree and within three years for an associate's. Dropping classes may cause you to no longer make SAP, jeopardizing future aid eligibility. And then here's what to do before you drop a class or drop out. Before you drop a class or even drop out, contact the college's financial aid office to ask about the impact on your financial aid. You should also explore other options besides dropping a class or dropping out. A lot of colleges have academic support services like free tutoring, writing centers, and academic counseling centers that can help you deal with academic challenges. The financial aid office may also offer emergency financial aid funds if you're thinking of dropping out because of money problems. The goal of emergency aid is to help keep you in school so that small financial problems don't escalate. All right, so let's tackle a few common questions we get and then we'll wrap up for today. What happens if you fail a class? Do you have to repay your grants? Oh, great question. So if you fail a class, you don't have to repay your grants. It's only if you drop a class or drop out of college that you have to repay your grants. 
If you fail a class, however, you may lose eligibility for future grants if you're no longer maintaining satisfactory academic progress. If you fail a class, you do have to make payments on your student loans after you graduate or drop below half-time enrollment, the same as if you passed the class. You don't get a refund for failing a class. <laughs> All right, now, can I get a federal Pell Grant at more than one college? No, you cannot get a federal Pell Grant at two colleges at the same time. If you happen to receive a Pell Grant at two or more colleges, you will have to repay the extra federal Pell Grants. When a student receives two or more Pell Grants at the same time, it's flagged in a federal database that tracks the federal grants and loans received by each student, and the college financial aid administrators will be notified. What about private scholarships, you may ask? Well, private scholarships kind of have their own rules. Some scholarships adopt rules like the ones for federal student aid. Now, others require you to repay the money in full if you drop out check with the private scholarship provider for all of their rules. And that concludes our show for today. Hope it answered some critical questions for you. If you have any more questions, you want to find out more, you can always go to thecollegeinvestor.com. Type in the title of this podcast right into the search bar and you'll find it. You can also find us all over social media. Just search for The College Investor. We'd love to get to know you. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you again real soon.